0: Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 158, and this is God's Big Story.
1: It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. God's Big Story. So
0: welcome back everyone, and we're halfway through week 32. That also means we're halfway through our time in the book of Esther. Hi, everyone.
2: Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow.
0: So, hello there, Marvin.
1: Oh, hi, Dave. You do know what
0: dead is, don't you? I do, Marvin. And, well, just for a change, let me say it. Jingle, please.
2: Hey, it's Wednesday. Everything is okey-doke. Here comes Benjamin. And he's gonna tell us a joke.
1: Oh, Hi there, Benjamin.
0: Oh, hi, you guys. So, Benjamin, how are things? Oh, they're going great, Dave. You know, I'm really busy these days. There are surprisingly few wolves on the comedy circuit, so, you know, if you want a wolf to tell jokes, I'm pretty much who you're going to get. I see. Well, in that case, we are very lucky to have you. So, what have you got for us this week, Benjamin? Well, Dave, people do love my knock-knock jokes.
1: Oh, you know I do.
0: So, get ready to laugh. Knock-knock.
1: Who's there? Heyman. Heyman who?
0: Heyman, what's with all the questions? Just open the door already.
1: Oh, that one tickles me. Good one, Benjamin.
0: Yes, thanks, Benjamin. Once again, the perfect joke for our readings this week. Oh, you know it, Dave. That's how I roll. I'll see you guys next week. Bye, Benjamin. Okay, Marvin. So, yesterday we heard Heyman's plan to have all the Jews killed. And how Mordecai and all the Jews mourned And they wept and they didn't eat anything And they wore rough clothing to show how sad they were Okay, yeah But remember, Esther hadn't told anyone in the palace Whose family she was from She hadn't told them that the Jews were her people And so the question is, is what's she going to do now?
1: Okay, yeah So, who's reading today?
0: Well, it's reader number two And that's our friend Andy
2: Oh, hi Andy Hi everyone Today we're going to look at Esther Chapter 4, verses 4 to 17 Esther's male and female attendants came to her They told her about mordecai so she became very troubled she wanted him to take off his rough clothing so she sent him other clothes to wear but he wouldn't accept them then esther sent for haddock he was one of the king's officials he had been appointed to take care of her she ordered him to find out what was troubling mordecai she wanted to know why he was so upset so haddock went out to see mordecai he was in the open area in front of the palace gate Mordecai told him everything that had happened to him. He told him about the exact amount of money Haman had promised to add to the royal treasures. He said Haman wanted it to be used to pay for some men to destroy the Jews. Mordecai also gave Haddock a copy of the order. It commanded people to wipe out the Jews. The order had been sent from Susa. Mordecai told Haddock to show the order to Esther. He wanted Haddock to explain it to her. Mordecai told him to tell her to go and beg the king for mercy. Mordecai wanted her to make an appeal to the king for her people. Haddock went back and reported to Esther what Mordecai had said. Then Esther directed him to give an answer to Mordecai. She told him to say, There is a certain law that everyone knows about. All the king's officials know about it. The people in the royal territories know about it. It applies to any man woman who approaches the king in the inner courtyard without being sent for it says they must be put to death but there is a way out suppose the king reaches out his gold scepter towards them then their lives will be spared but 30 days have gone since the king sent for me esther's words were reported back to mordecai then he sent back an answer he said you live in the king's palace but don't think that just because you are there You will be the only Jew who will escape. What if you don't say anything at this time? Then help for the Jews will come from another place. But you and your family will die. Who knows? It's possible that you became queen for a time just like this. Then Esther sent a reply to Mordecai. She said, go, gather together all the Jews who are on Susa and fast for my benefit. Don't eat or drink anything for three days. Don't do it night or day. I and my attendants will fast just as you do. Then I'll go to the king. I'll do it even though it's against the law. And if I have to die, I'll die. So Mordecai went away. He carried out all of Esther's directions. Thanks, Andy.
1: Oh, so Esther didn't really even know about what was going on, huh?
2: Yeah, that's right.
0: "'She was safe and sound in the palace. She didn't hear about Haman's new law, "'and so when she hears Mordecai is sitting in rough clothes "'outside the palace, well, she sends him out some nice new clothes. "'It was almost like saying, hey, cheer up, Mordecai.'
1: "'Oh, yeah, but he was not just going to cheer up, huh?' <laughs> well, of course not.
0: "'And so he has Esther's servants tell her all about "'what is going to happen all over the empire. "'And he wants her to talk to the king, "'but as we heard, that is risky. "'You weren't supposed to just go and talk to the king "'whenever you felt like it. "'If you did, you could be killed.' Unless, of course, the king decided that actually he did want to see you and then he would hold out his scepter and you would be saved. So that's what Esther is faced with. She's going to risk her life. And so she tells Mordecai to have all the Jews pray and fast for her for three days before she does it.
1: Oh yeah, that makes sense.
0: It does. But the hope is that Esther can go to the king on her people's behalf and ask for his mercy. She is to be the mediator, the go-between. If you remember, we talked about that way back with Moses when he was the go-between between the Israelites and God.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I do remember.
0: And again, as we see Esther stepping forward as the mediator, we see that here it's scary. She's going to see a king who may or may not listen, who may or may not be merciful to a people condemned to death. But as we see this, then, well, that should turn our eyes to our mediator. Oh, Jesus, right? That's right. Because our sin would leave us just as condemned as the Jews were here, but yet we have a mediator who stepped forward on our behalf and we are not left wondering if the King, the Lord God, will be merciful. We know who he is. He is good and loving and he has promised to forgive all those who would put their trust in Jesus.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, so we don't have to be worried or scared like the Jewish people in today's story.
0: That's right. Because of Jesus, our perfect mediator, we don't wonder if we will be saved We know we have been saved. And so today, boys and girls, thank God for that certainty, because that is an amazingly wonderful thing.
1: Gosh, yeah. Imagine if we had to wonder, wonder if we'll be saved, wonder if we'll get into heaven.
0: Yep, that would be pretty terrifying. But the good news of the Bible, the good news of God's big story is much, much better than that.
1: Yeah, hooray.
0: Indeed. So, Marvin, we'll leave it there for today, and tomorrow we'll hear what happens when Esther goes to see the king.
1: Okay, great. Yeah, well, see you tomorrow, everyone. Have a good day.
0: Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh.